0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. I'm Joy. And I never thought I will make a podcast. Well, maybe I was in 10 years. But I just realized if you're waiting for the right moment, then you will never start. And I'm just recording this with my iPhone. It's really basic. But I just realized I have to start and just go with the flow. Um, and I really want to spread my words, uh, show my thoughts. And it's also um, for me, it's like therapy for me. I can just share my thoughts and then after that, I can just let it go. And... But yeah, so this podcast is about vulnerability. And um, it's always been like a big subject for me because I always thought I cannot be vulnerable, that I always have to be strong. And in this life, um, you know, as a spiritual creature, you are not designed for this world, distressed, this full of pressure worlds. And uh, I work on social media, so I do advertising. I have a lot of uh, responsibilities with budgets and numbers and with sales. And um, I need to be strong all the time. And sometimes it's really nice just to share my unfiltered thoughts. And uh, it's also to inspire you um, to be vulnerable sometimes, you know. In this crazy life, we forget uh, how we really feel and in the end of the day everybody wants to be happy and um but if you really truly want to feel happy you have to start feeling and um you have to trust on yourself and embrace who you are that's so important and um, and have trust that everything is going to work out for you in the end of the day and the universe is with you and So this is like, um, yeah, the subject of the podcast, uh, vulnerability. And, um, I don't even know the name yet. I'm just starting. So (laughs) this podcast is going to be all over the place. Um, it's gonna have, it's going to have a little bit of structure because, um, yeah, I'm gonna have one subject, um, Every episode, for example, I will show my I will share my uh, vulnerable thoughts about dating, family uh, spirituality, uh, my childhood or my traumas, everything and um, yeah i 'm doing that uh, every week, and uh, i don 't know which day yet, <laughs> so I have to figure it out, but for now, I just want to. Introduce myself and um, Yeah, just go with the flow So I'm Joy and I'm uh, 26 years old. I just turned 26 and um, I came from a small village called Drachten (laughs) It's in the north of the Netherlands. It's um, Yeah, actually, it's a different language than Dutch. It's um, I grew up with two languages, so Dutch language and also the Frisian language. But um, when I went to school, I always talked in Dutch. So, But let me close the door because there's a lot of kids playing outside. So, yeah, um, so my childhood was really good. Actually, I had the best parents. They are also really sensitive. And I'm also high sensitive. So yeah, I grew up in a really nice place, Um, but they got divorced when I was eight, but they still uh, stayed friends. So that was really nice. It was not a fighting divorce. So that's amazing. And after uh, the divorce, I stay with my mom all the time because my father was in fashion. He had his own clothing brand. And uh, oh my God, the kids are screaming. Okay, I have to close the window too. (laughs) So this is just a real life podcast, right? Now you see, it's all over the place. Um, But um, yeah, so I was um, living with my mom. And um, yeah, I had a really good life, actually. I was uh, so happy. Oh, oh my God, it's too much. And um, so um, I went to school. I always felt like I'm an alien. You have this feeling too, like sometimes you feel like you don't match with the other children. At first, I thought that was a curse, but when I look at it, look at it now, I think like it's a blessing that I'm so sensitive because I have so much empathy and I can really feel people and how their energies are and My intuition is so strong, and at that time, I thought life was so overwhelming <laughs> um so I decided to uh, be strong all the time because I was so sensitive. So that was like a surviving mode all the time. And also I had a little brother and he was always he was also really sensitive. And we're going to talk about him another episode because it's a long story. Um, But I always have to take care of him. Um, as a sister and I always have to be strong so maybe yeah it's it's like survival mode right so um, when I was 18 I thought like okay I just want to discover the world because I'm not gonna live in a small village and just be boring <laughs> that was not my plan Uh, But even if I was sensitive, I still want to uh, go go out of my comfort zone anyway. So um, so, um, when I was 18, um, I uh, moved to Rotterdam. It's a big city. And I wanted to become a fashion stylist because I thought it was so cool to work in the fashion industry but I never thought it would be so fake. And and I really felt that. I was working as an assistant for um, a really nice and good um, fashion stylist. She was like one of the biggest from Holland. Um, And I told her, okay, I'm just gonna work for free. And you're going to teach me all the, all the things I need to learn to become a fashion stylist. And on the side, I was also working in a restaurant to pay my bills. But I was still so insecure uh, and so sensitive. So And maybe she also got, uh, t- took advantage from it. And to, she was walking all over me all the time. And I never stood up for myself. So that was a lesson for me that I had to learn. Uh, But one day I was like, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to work for her. So I decided to quit. And then um, I always have this passion about music. So I thought it was cool to become a DJ. And at that time... There was not a lot of female DJs, so I thought, like, okay, this is like the perfect thing, you know. It's and um, so I decided to do a course to become a DJ, but you know, I'm I can be so extrovert, you know, I love to talk, but at the same time, I'm also an introvert and I need to load up my social battery sometimes, It's it's not always about um, yeah I cannot just party three days in a row for example it's it's not my thing I love to party sometimes but not that much but um, so um, I decided to work for free as well as a DJ to get my experience get my portfolio and then um, I also got bookings outside of the Netherlands so that was really nice And yeah, I just realized I'm not an entertainer and you have to be really good. And I I was a really good DJ, but I was not an entertainer. I didn't pick up the microphone and be I was not an MC. So that was um, maybe not my path. So and I still love the DJ sometimes right now, but it's just for fun and yeah, it's just my passion. Um, so, but then I was still working in the restaurant on the side because it was still not enough to pay my bills. Um, and then I was working full time and also DJing, right? And, um, it was too much. I was so overworked. Maybe it was like a burnout, but maybe it was close to it. I don't know, but I had so much, I cried so much at my work, and my boss was so nice, and he said to me, like, okay, Joy, you really need to stop this, okay, go home, rest, and um, he paid my salary um, for three months, I guess, but I only have to work, like, maybe five hours a week, because I was so overworked, and, uh, but it's also... Uh, a thing in the Netherlands, and that's really nice, like, for example, if you are really sick or if you are um, not in a good place to work, um, you can get a loan from the government and it's it's the same from the salary, but your boss have to decide this. And my boss was like, okay, you're such a mess. And now I realized, like, okay, also like working in a restaurant with so many energies, it's too much for me, but at that time, I was like, "Yeah, I can do it, no problem, you know i don't um I don't get overworked. I'm just gonna work sixty hours a week, you know, but no, no, that's not my thing. um so um in this three months, there was um I think it was. Just before Corona happened. Oh, I cannot say the C word, right? Oh, well. Anyways, uh, that happened. And um, and just before that, this happened. So I was working on myself and tried to understand myself. And then I thought, okay, I just want to travel the world with my laptop. But I don't know what I want to do. But maybe something creative. or And then... Um, I had a boyfriend at that time, and he told me I had to go into social media marketing. And he gave me a course about it, and he actually never thought I would really do it. But I just went to the library, and I studied for two weeks, every morning until evening in the library, because I was so dedicated, because I just want to travel the world and do this. And um so I finished this course after two weeks and I went back to my boyfriend and I was like, Yes, so I finished this course and uh I'm gonna find some clients now. And he told me, like, Really, is this you? Is this really you? Who are you? Because I was this uh sensitive bird and he never thought I was I I was so um yeah, dedicated to do something like this. But, um, yeah, so I decided to get my first clients. And because I had this experience with um, the detailing, I had some contacts with uh, club owners and that kind of stuff. So that's, that was my first clients. And um I was just bluffing, you know, and if you're one of these club owners who are listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, but I didn't have any experience. I just said like, oh, I have this experience, this experience. But no, it was not like that. I was stressing, stressing at home, trying to figure out how to make the perfect advertisement. But at the end of the day, um, I, I made some good results. So that was good. And then, um, yeah, the lockdown happened and that kind of stuff. But that's a long story. I'm not going into that um, maybe in other episodes. But um, I just also um, learned a lot about myself in this years. So I also broke up with this boyfriend. He was a narcissist. And that was also a big lesson of, for, uh, for me. And, um, but in the end of the day, um, I'm really happy where I am now. I live in Spain. Um, that was always my dream to live at the beach and I live at the beach now with my best friend and, um, yeah, everything worked out as I wanted. And also I started my own spiritual business and I'm working with uh, frequencies. So I have this device who can scan your uh, energy fields, your aura, and it takes all the information from out of your cell. And it's information about your physical state, uh, mental state, and about so much more. And it's so amazing. And I'm already helping a lot of people with this. And I really want to make this bigger. But... um, I'm just gonna go with the flow, like the universe is always with me, so if it's for me it's it's going to happen um but um yeah, so everything worked out at the other day, and this is like the perfect uh, positive side of my life, and there's a lot of aspects I didn't talk about um And I'm going deeper in it in other episodes. Um, I'm just going to be vulnerable. And um, maybe you get inspired. And maybe there's a lot of relatable stories. Um, And um, yeah. So maybe um, uh, the next episode I'm going to maybe interview someone. Maybe that's also a nice thing. Or maybe I'm going to just start on my own for now. I have to figure that out. Um, but um, but how did I end up in Spain? That's a really nice story. Um, because I was starting the social media marketing, right? And I was wanting to travel the world. But corona happened. So, yeah, I had this friend, she just bought a B and B in in Spain, and I was going to her B and B a lot of times, and I worked there, stayed there, and I thought like, okay, I really want to live in Spain. I don't know how to do it, but I really want to. And at that time, I was still living in Rotterdam, but in Holland, it's really cold, and yeah there's a lot of more aspects because Spain is more about life and not about working all the time. And sometimes also hard to be focused here. That's also a downside and people are not business minded here. So if you want to start a business in Spain, it's it's going to be really hard <laughs> to work with Spanish people. But um, yeah, so I decided, okay, I really want to live in Spain and I just met this amazing girl, she's called Cheryl and um, we got this really great connection and um, we actually met on Facebook. That's crazy, right? Because I was always complaining about um, that I don't have female entrepreneur friends and it was really hard to talk about spirituality or mindset to the friends I had at that time. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to start a group with females on Facebook with female entrepreneurs. I'm just going to meet up with them, see if we click, and uh, see where it goes. And Cheryl was also in this group, but it was in the time of the of the um, plan, Demi. <laughs> so um, I actually thought... Um, it was really hard to meet up anyway, but I thought, okay, if you are really like spiritual awake, or if you really are into mindset and entrepreneurship, maybe you don't care about this thing, you know? Uh, but yeah, so I had one night, I said to all the girls, I was like 20 girls, I reservated for 20 girls, but only four girls showed up. And... Actually, I was feeling really sad about it. But at the end, I was like, okay, there were four girls. They were coming to spend the night. So I was already happy in the end. But first, I was really um, sad. But, um, But even Cheryl was not in this group of four girls. But she said to me, I really want to meet you one day. So let's meet up. And um one day I met her at her place and later on she told me she was really in a bad place at that time but I didn't really notice because she was so strong and talking about mindset and her goals and I was like this is my girl you know she really wants to um make something of her life and she also told me I want to travel more and and we had this really great connection um but um, I was just letting it go, you know, because, you know, if she's my friend, she will stay. But, and she stayed, you know, and um, we met a lot of times. And um, and one day she told me, oh, I really want to go on holiday, but I don't have that m- much money right now. And I told her, okay, if we're going, for example, the end of August, uh, beginning of September... Things are getting more cheaper in Spain. So let's do something. Let's book something on Airbnb. And just stay there. And do fun stuff. It doesn't have to be really expensive. So I found this B&B. And it was 500 euro for one month. And we can just split it. So it was amazing. So we booked this room. And we had an amazing time. And then I realized. Why not live together? Because... This month was was great, you know, and she is an extrovert. She loves to be around people all the time. And I also love to be around people. But sometimes I need also time alone and but she understands that. So that's good. Um, But yeah, so we decided to look for an apartment here and it was really hard, Um, but In the end, we we found uh, an apartment at the sea, so it's amazing, it's in Malaga, Um, and uh, she's now away for almost three months, and I'm staying here alone, but I love it, and uh, I miss her, of course, but I still have some friends in Malaga or in uh, Fringerola, and I still meet up with them, so I'm not completely alone. And I still have my B and B friend, of course, and uh, she is also one of my best friends. So, um, but when I spend time alone again, I just realized a lot of stuff because I just completely accept now who I am. I just love to be alone and I just have to embrace it right and you don't have to be ashamed of it that you like to be alone sometimes people are even jealous of that Um, but um, let's let's uh, keep this podcast uh, like this Um, in this next episode I'm gonna share uh, another vulnerable thought about something in my life uh, some subjects and um I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Love.